Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is the show where we share cutting edge strategies in acquiring leads and sales to acquire more customers for your business so that you can achieve your vision. And I am here today solo with the one and only, the, the original Qasem Aslam. It's pretty easy to be original. It'd be like, I'm the very first hinkle, finkle, dinkle, minkle, dinkle, finkle. You know what I mean? Like, Naval Ravikant has a really good tweet about this, actually. He said, you keep reinventing yourself until you're a category of one. And he's got a fun image because it starts with a circle, but there's a bunch of circles out there. And then it goes to an octagon, but there's a bunch of octagons out there. And then it goes to, I forget what. And then by the time it's done evolving, it's just this like random squiggly line that nobody could ever replicate. And that's... <laughs> That's the costume line. So that's um, the costume line. Yeah, that's dude. If you haven't line. played with Naval Ravikant's tweets, what a brilliant human he is. He, somebody put him into a book. You can buy him on Amazon. It's the the almanac of Naval. Really, and it's just so dense, like so much goodness in these little bite sized thoughts. He's super super sharp. I really like him. I met his brother. I bought his brother's book. Love yourself like your life depends on it. Really really super cool dude too. Kind of went the other way. Naval went like super left brain hardcore like VC built angelist and Kamal went you know heartfelt warrior poet type. They're an interesting family. Yeah, he was a part of a mastermind. That actually, he was in War Room for years and years. Kamal was? I didn't know that. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Never really knew what he did like the first year I was in there. And then all of a sudden, I started talking to him like, wow, this guy is heavy. Oh, dude. He's, yeah. He's, he, <laughs> you can't he's be deep. drinking when you're talking to him. Like, you got to be focused and just all the way there. Yeah. I remember feeling like, wow, I've never really thought those things before about myself. Or like, he, he's connected you know, he to a different dimension. He really is. He really is. And why he was in War Room? I have no idea, but I think he just wants to help people. I think genuinely just a really good guy. I still have him in my contacts, actually. I, should, I haven't talked to him in years. He might be an interesting uh, guest. Dude, we should totally have him on. I don't know that he yeah. would talk about traffic, but I mean, who cares? What he talks about is so interesting. Talk about life. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a nugget right there is that book. Love yourself like your life depends on it. Yeah. Love yourself like your life depends on it. With the guy with the, the gun <laughs> to his head on the cover. Still still the same cover. Uh, or is that I like an updated they changed version? it. This one looks yeah. like a Banksy graffiti. Yeah. It used to be a little bit more like, I remember I bought it. My wife is like, what the hell are you reading? <laughs> this thing has 11,000 reviews on Amazon. Almost 12,000. 11,700. 4.5 stars. That's nuts. Yeah. Well. Anyway, so there you go. Here's your first nugget for a little bit deeper, non-traffic, non-digital marketing reading. That's a good one. That's a good one. So speaking of nuggets, what do you got for us today? Anything interesting? The brain of Cosm. Yeah, I had a conversation on Facebook. I write a Twitter thread every day, as you know, Ralph, and I post it to all my socials. 
So go follow me on Twitter if you want my threads. But I had a thread that resulted in a conversation about how to market for penalized products or services. So if there's something Google and Facebook don't want you advertising for, and there's a lot of these things, you know, the obvious ones are things like hemp or CBD or when they were being restricted, they're opening them up a little bit more now. But I won't use too many examples because I don't want to encourage people to do nefarious things. But if there's something Google doesn't want you to market for or Facebook doesn't want you to market for, the trick... And most dirty marketers know this trick, but a lot of good people don't. So I'm going to let the cat out of the bag for the good folks. The trick is to speak to the pain point without speaking to the solution. Because it's not the pain that's being, what would you say, restricted. It's the solution specifically that's being restricted. And you do that with content. And so you have really high value content. Speak to the pain point using content. Go out into Google and Facebook. And then you're just running either like a max clicks or max view campaign, which are the cheapest campaigns you can possibly run. But what's nice about it is nobody who clicks on that content is going to be unqualified, right? Because why would you be interested except that you're experiencing this pain point. Once they've landed on the page, then you use all the naughty remarketing tools, you know, things that'll let you like AdRoll will let you remarket anything. They do not care. They're soulless and godless over there. And so now you can say like, hey, buy my crystal that cures cancer and nobody's going to have any compliance issues or whatever requirements. So use that with great power comes great responsibility, let's say. But if you did want to market something that for whatever reason you're not allowed to market, that's the way to do it. It's very, very top of funnel content. Very now top of funnel, Let's yeah. say you have a solution for rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. Your ads can't be about like your cure or any claims, but you can talk quite a bit about rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. Well, what I would do is, and my favorite title of all time is the X number of things you don't know about this. So the seven things you don't know about credit repair or the nine things you didn't know about arthritis. Because if I have arthritis and there's nine things I don't know about arthritis, like I'm going to have to click on that. Now, you better make sure you're actually putting things in front of me that I don't know. But yeah, it's very, very top of funnel. And it's also a way to expand the market, too. You can grow an audience, 100%. Yeah, you're building the audience, especially if it's video content. This goes back, this is very, very smart. A lot of folks, we'll get into this today, you're in this website conversion sort of battle with everybody else. You're in the battle on Google search for the high intent keywords. And those, those CPCs aren't coming down anytime soon. You know, the more competition that there is, the CPCs are going to be no matter how great your ads are. But the point is, is that traffic, that is the bloody red ocean of digital marketing where you sort of elevate yourself and also become an authority in the space, but not provide necessarily the solution is by doing what you're talking about here too. So this isn't just for products where you might be a little sketchy, but I think it's an overall strategy. We certainly see that with, we have three proposals right now with customers that are like, hey, you know, we've reached 60 million, 35 million, 25 million in revenue. We can't scale anymore. What do we do? I'm like, this is actually part of the strategy. So we talked about this, you know, in a couple of episodes prior, but especially if you're in those markets, like there's a couple of our customers that are in those markets where claims in that particular space, I'm not going to name any names here, are really taboo. Like in the male enhancement space, for example, there is a market, you can get around it with this type of stuff. Because if I'm looking at seven ways that seven things I didn't know about erectile dysfunction, and I'm watching that video, or I'm reading that post, I'm not doing it because I got a friend that has that problem, but I will claim that. Academic curiosity. I don't know. What the hell? But no, absolutely. You're creating the market in such a way, and then you can use 
other methodologies. Like we love Adderall. We use Adderall all the time. Tiny, tiny spend. Dirty little tricks of Adderall. Yeah, dirty little tricks of Adderall. So yeah, so that great strategy there. But I think it's part of an overall strategy. So if you're stuck at scale or you have one of those products and you've got a legitimate, it's not talk about like the really scumbag products, you know, plenty of, plenty of which I used to pedal way back in the affiliate days. Lots of them actually, when, you know, you could actually talk to this on the platforms and not get banned. Even though I think I had seven Google account bans at one point in time. Mm, airing out my dirty record, laundry. Ralph, good for you. Yeah. I can barely get into our ACC right now. I have to use like a completely different email point is, is that it's a great strategy for that. If you have a good solution, let's talk about that. But also it's a way to scale and build brand, expand market, which is what we're actually going to be talking about here today to a certain degree. Nice. Excellent segue. A segue from a segue is that I right now, it's a great period of time for me because I'm doing something within the organization that I always love to do. It's a little bit overwhelming, but I'm handling a lot of the initial discovery calls for a lot of businesses. So this is, you know, here we are running this show here and you are running a business, I'm running a business, like we're doing a lot of other things, but we know like what is happening in the market to hear it specifically and to see it specifically of what the big problems are and then to sort of layer this is a trend i now see hmm. that's what we're going to be talking about here today it's the thing that we used to talk about way back at the beginning of this podcast on levels of traffic and i'm seeing it as a huge problem right now it's probably something that your media buying team or maybe your agency right now is not doing and it's an easy way to get a 20 30% lift on your ads almost immediately. And we're going to talk about that right after this quick break. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddies Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. 
All right, we are back. And uh, today we're going to be talking about something that I'll make reference to this. I think it was episode, I don't know why I remember the number of this episode. It was episode 145, Kasim, when I first unveiled what we referred to at that point, the e-com ad amplifier, which is separating out levels of traffic for your retargeting based upon where an individual prospect for your business is within your customer acquisition path, meaning you utilize different templates of ads with different types of messaging based upon where they are in your path. And when I say path, I mean, are they brand new to your audience, to your product? They have no idea who you are. They maybe have a problem that maybe they don't really realize is a problem. They might be completely unaware, going back to Eugene Schwartz, five levels of awareness. That is what we refer to as level one traffic. But as you progress, as you get the click, and then you go to the product page, or you go to the registration page, or you add to cart, or you initiate checkout, and then you purchase, each one of those levels can still be tracked, even with privacy issues on Meta, iOS 14, you know, the modeling and conversions API, we use a triangulation methodology in order to get near 100% visibility on all of this traffic. Then we create custom audiences around them. The point is, is that at every stage of the journey, if you're so, showing the same ad to them on Meta, you're wasting a lot of dollars because you're just browbeating people over the head to finally like, hey, this is our message. This is why you should buy, not necessarily where you're at in the whole journey. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah, I like the browbeating. That's exactly right. It's like marketing abuse. Yeah, so the last, I would say, three or four analyses that we've done is these larger businesses, these are, you know, and it, some of them run by agencies, bear in mind. Some are internal teams. So I'm not going to beat on all agencies yet again because we certainly, we love to do that here because there's so many crappy ones. The point is, is that I see this as a trend. Not only do I see it as a trend for the initial messaging being browbeaten and not changing, there's just some tweaks you can make that are so simple that we just don't even think about this anymore. This is the first thing we do when we take over a meta ad account. Now, this does not work for something like Performance Max, Google Performance Max. This does not work for Advantage Plus Shopping because, as you know, you basically throw all your creative, all your ad copy, all your messaging for whatever it happens to be into this big pot. And then the algorithm stirs it up and hopefully money comes out the other end and you have no (laughs) idea. (laughs) Maybe it's like, I don't know, a distillery. You're mixing it in and then you pour out the perfect elixir that comes out the other side in the form of new customers and money for your business. So you don't have this visibility, but creating these assets are vital in order for the algorithm to be able to pick and choose which asset to show based upon where your prospect is in the customer journey. But we refer to it as the customer acquisition path, and we still look at it as levels of traffic. Does that make sense? It does. And I just want to clarify one thing. What Ralph just said isn't, you don't need this media for Performance Max. It's, you still need the media. You need every level spoken to using your ads. You just don't necessarily get to decide when ads are shown at what increment the AI mechanism is going to do that for you. Correct. Correct. 
but you still need the assets. It's not like a one size fits all like, hey, I'll use the same ad copy, the same general messaging around maybe the same ad copy or the same image around the same general messaging. You want to diversify that as much as possible, especially for your top funnel traffic. But what's really important is with these algorithms and with these sort of more AI-induced platforms like Performance Max, like Advantage Plus Shopping. And there's going to be a lot more Advantage Pluses coming down the line. Apparently, there's like 29 more of them going to a meta conference next week where they might be even revealing some of those. So that should be an interesting podcast if that is the case. The point is, is that you still need to have these assets. I think it's table stakes for anyone. And I never, never, never see it when we do these audits. So what you're seeing here on the screen, and by the way, if you're not a subscriber to the Perpetual Traffic YouTube channel, I'd highly encourage you to do it. I am not in the studio today. I am in a hotel in LA. So not exactly huge improved quality from the video perspective. But the point is, is that this is a visual presentation. So I'd highly encourage you to go over to perpetualtraffic.com forward slash YouTube and check this out because this is something... I'm going to use a tier 11 example here, okay? Because this is what we do, right? But if you're a media buyer, if you're a director of marketing, VP of marketing, and your team isn't doing this, like they should be. They've got to be. <laughs> so what you see here on the screen is sort of the master plan that we have. It's called customer acquisition amplification. It's a very complex system, but we use this mostly internally in order to sort of run and diagnose what the problem is with a customer when they come to us saying, hey, you know, I need help. I need media buying. I need, you know, I don't know how to launch my business online. Well, what we do is we use this framework and there's basically there's four separate sections, which is creative, number one, tracking, number two, traffic harmonization, which is how you actually manage your campaigns on, on what platforms. Okay, this includes Meta, Google side, other social networks. And last but not least is everything that's after the click. We call that conversion architecture. So we really break down this four sections of like to succeed online. Where's your weak point? So I'm going to be focusing in on the third one down here today, which is traffic harmonization. So I'm going to pull that one out for today's presentation. And I'll try to at least sort of explain it to you if you're not watching on YouTube. By the way, just head on over to Perpetual Traffic. Easy for me to say. Perpetualtraffic.com forward slash YouTube. Go to the channel. So if I pull this out, okay? So here is that section, okay? We've got sort of the third section down where it says traffic level one, level two, level three, level four, level five, sort of blown that up here. And we're going to talk about level one first. So what I see a lot, and I'm seeing this with just about every account, is that level one traffic is basically, these are people who don't know who you are. They might be vaguely familiar with your brand. They might have a problem that they either know there are potential solutions out there. Maybe they are aware of the problem that they have. but they know that there's specific solutions, but they don't know your solution. So they are problem aware at level one. They might be unaware. They might be unaware that they actually have the problem too. So going back to Schwartz, we always sort of relate everything back to that because it's human nature. How does somebody who doesn't know who the hell you are as a brand eventually become a lifelong customer? Well, as Ryan Dice said, I think on one of the shows that he was on, there's 14 levels of romance, right? Like you can't go from meeting the girl to asking her to marry you. Like that would be weird. You can't meet the girl and then ask her to sleep with you. That would be assault. 
you know, like immediately, depending, I guess, where you are. The point is, is that humans behave very similarly. And the buying process, although the steps might be either accelerated or elongated, depending on what your product is, these steps are vital in order to get that person who doesn't know who you are to ultimately purchase. Does that make sense? Mm. I like the analogy that Ryan connected. I forgot. That was a TNC keynote, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. Yeah. The thing that I thought was interesting was to the point that you're making, he said that after defining the 14 levels, if you skip any two, you're in assault territory. Right. Which means you have to follow the process. Like you just need to, you know, it's introduce yourself, break the touch barrier, establish a romantic connection, but whatever they were, I don't remember what they were. Obviously in romance, we've been taught or hopefully we've been taught not to skip steps. Customer acquisition is really the same thing. We keep trying to skip steps and to our detriment. So what I like that you've done here, Ralph, is it forces people to do the work. Everybody wants to go straight to level five, obviously. But if you go straight to level five, there ain't going to be nobody there to meet you. You know, like this levels one, two, three, and four is where you kind of build the groundswell so you can finally close them. Yeah. So I've got here on the screen, once again, perpetualtraffic.com forward slash YouTube. On the screen here, I've got level one highlighted because it's the largest level. It probably should be 70 or 80% of this entire continuum here because that's where we spend the majority of our time. The reason being is that everything after that cold traffic who doesn't know who you are is kind of easy to convert. It's relatively simple. It's middle and bottom of funnel. And I've got a number of templates that we use. We don't use them all, but I'm going to give you examples of each one and where to use it based upon the level of traffic. And if you're doing Performance Max or if you're doing Advantage Plus, these are assets you should throw into the pot and have the algorithm sort out where they should best be shown. Because if you're just using one message and that's it, and this is what I see over and over and over again, I see one specific type of message. Like we just did an audit for a great company yesterday, all feature-based, no benefits, just features of the product, features of the product, discount. Features of the product, features of the product, discount. And they have tapped out at like $40,000, a month in spend. Well, no wonder. You're hitting the same audience with the same message at every level of traffic. No retargeting, nothing. So how do you expand the market? You can do it like you talked about in the opening segue here, our, our nugget, is you can start to educate the market create audiences there and then retarget those audiences that watch a percentage of the video. Or you can diversify your top of funnel messaging. We do that through a strategy called Creative Strategy Framework. It's the first thing we typically do after we set up all the tracking and the dev and all that sort of stuff. So we're not going to talk about that here today. But diversity of message is very, very important. And then it's really it's a matter of levels two through five are all kind of formulaic. Because they all sort of follow this formula that I got them interested. Now it's just a matter of me overcoming the objections to eventually get them to level five, which is to purchase. Now, having said that, we just debated this. We're in our leadership meeting here this week. Said it's debatable as to what percentage of that level one traffic you can likely convert all the way from level one to level five with one touch. And 
all the videos that we have in our level five sort of menu of options here try to do that. Okay. They all try to make the sale because these are website conversion campaigns. These are not awareness campaigns. These are not just mere consideration campaigns. We're using website conversion objective, which in the case of the customer that we talked to yesterday, like they're using all website conversion campaigns. They're not really using much in the way of awareness and consideration, all that sort of stuff. But that's a whole other show. So let's get into some of these templates. So the templates that we tend to use at top of funnel are, there's a number of them here. We should probably actually make a lead magnet for this, probably. But at the very least, watch it over at YouTube. At level one traffic, one of the most valuable type of campaigns that we use is the teach and pitch. It's a teach the teach and pitch video. I've talked about it here on the show before, where it's basically the formula is at level one traffic, you have motion to begin the video and then you teach them something and you teach it and you teach it. And then at the end, you say, hey, if you like that, here's my offer. And then you get the pitch. So in this case, this is one of the best examples. It's an older example. We still use it to this day is this is a company that is in the culinary niche and they sell subscriptions to a magazine. They also sell a lot of physical products through their e-commerce store. Uh, they do now hundreds of millions in revenue. They started with us. Their online presence was like 100,000, maybe. Uh, we've done a case study on them in the past. Point is, is this video right here transformed the business because what it did is it introduced them to the spokesperson and then merely taught them in this case. This is one that we've gone through in previous episodes. So this is your first time listening to professional traffic. We'll leave some links in the show notes to go back to those episodes how to cook scrambled eggs. Remember this one? So, hey, this is my name. This is what I do. A lot of people have this issue is the best way to cook scrambled eggs. Well, you know, we tested it here at X company and we found out that the best way to cook it is through this methodology. Some people use water, some people use butter, some people use olive oil, some people use canola oil. We found it's olive oil and he shows you how to do it. So he's teaching you and then at the end, it's like, look at this. Look at how light and fluffy these scrambled eggs are. Boom. Hey, if you like that, if you like simple hacks to improve your cooking with an international flavor, which I believe is part of the pitch, subscribe for $1 today to our newsletter, to our magazine, to our online journal, whatever it happens to be. We had a bunch of different offers here. We tested the hell out of the pricing and combinations of it. And then there was a pitch at the end. And it's a very simple way to attack that top of funnel, level one traffic, but also go for the sale. So this could be you are moving from level one all the way to level five and getting the sale because you've indoctrinated them through teaching, you've given value. And then the next logical step in the video is literally, if you like this and you want more of it, click here to get it. And it's just that simple. So the teach and pitch video formula is one of the best that we use at this level one type of traffic. It's tried and true. It's, it's like an old friend that we keep coming back to every single time. And I can think of very few accounts that we've worked with where we haven't done something like this. Does that all make sense? Yeah, the thing that I love the most is the scrambled eggs. Because it, 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 it's not like how to cook chimichurri. You know what I mean? Like the one thing that you might cook once a year. Everybody has 
they're scrambled eggs. Like every business, every offer, every service. And the thing about scrambled eggs is they're not sexy. They're not important. They're not helpful because everybody knows how to cook scrambled eggs. And yet that's why you want it because it appeals to literally everybody. It's a ubiquitous truth. And so don't ignore the stuff that you think everybody already knows. That's probably why it's attractive because they know it. It's familiar. And even if they disagree with you, they're going to watch that whole damn video to be like, well, I know my way and my Nana taught me my way and I'm going to see whether or not yours aligns with me. And those users are, I think, just as helpful, if not more, especially for level one traffic, because they give you way more engagement, strike up conversations, you know, convert, like, comment, share, et cetera, those types of things, especially from a social perspective. It's crazy. Yeah. So like we did it with scrambled eggs and still to this day, every time I cook scrambled eggs, I think of that video, which is very strange. Which is very strange. And it works so well. It's like, he's right. He's like, I used to use butter. I used to use water. I used to like olive oil unbelievable. And it's like the best scrambled eggs you're fast. Yeah, my wife's Palestinian, you know, dude. So we drink olive oil just straight, just in shot glasses. Yeah, because right, to yeah. shoot it, just inject it into your veins. That's yeah, right. Love it. Hooked up Love to it. a drip. Hooked up to a drip. I mean, look at the comments on here. 625 comments, 1.2K shares on this video. This is an older snapshot. Then we started doing the same thing. We're like, all right, well, that works pretty well for scrambled eggs. Let's try it for banana bread. Yeah. Let's try it for green beans. Well, dude, what a good example. Look at this. Banana bread, 1,900 likes, 174 comments. Apple cake, 8,900 likes, 576 comments. Okay? If you were to offer free samples on the street, banana bread, green beans, apple cake. First thing to go would be apple cake, right? Second thing to go would be banana bread. Green beans, you'd be left with a whole pot full. And yet, twice as many likes as the second runner-up with almost 16,000 likes and 1,000 comments because it's way more common. It's the ubiquitous truth. Go figure out what you're boring ubiquitous thing is, and then create your content on that. That is so funny. It's a great comment. I, I hadn't even noticed that, but it's like, everybody's eating green beans. Like, when was the last time you made banana bread? I mean, my wife makes it every now and then, but apple cake? I don't think I've ever made an apple cake. But Sounds like, I great. Can relate dude, to I'd green beans. me some apple cake, but I had green <laughs> beans 48 hours ago. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's right. And I had scrambled eggs yesterday. So sometimes it's the simple, people try to overcomplicate this stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. And this is, I'll tell you what, this formula freaking works, dude. It's like we install it and all of a sudden we see a 20, 30% lift almost immediately. It was funny, dude. I, I got caught on this. The trap that got me in the digital marketer ecosystem was Ryan Dice's dollar for lab. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. And it was this exact, Ralph, I bet you were running those ads. I bet you were. Yeah, we were. Yeah. He got up and he taught, I forgot, I think he taught how to install the Facebook pixel or something like the right. most basic thing. And then he's like, and if you want more tutorials like this, join lab for a dollar. And I signed up thinking like, oh, I'm just going to pay this idiot $1, download all of his courses and then cancel. And instead I ended up at TNC giving him $10,000 to be a certified <laughs> partner. <laughs> Joke was on me. But dude, I've seen this work in my own life. I've seen it work in person. It's absolutely brilliant. But like, it's free throws. Nobody wants to talk about free throws. Everyone's talking about, you know, touchdown passes and three-pointers. And I'm just crossing sports here. But if you can get really good at just kind of the basics, you know, I mean, that's where all the money's made. So true. People tend to just complicate things so much. But if this is the reason why we're doing this episode here today, it's like simplify the approach. This is a common sense approach. And I think everybody's gotten away from it. Literally three plans I just did, they had this problem. These are big brands. These are not like, oh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I've never actually sold anything. Like they have agencies, which I have to assume some were internal teams, but they had no clue on this. All they were doing is beating them over the head with the same freaking message. Now, 
to defend the other agency. In one case, they actually had really good creative that they use the same line. Notice, like there's three different, uh, actually in this case, there's actually two separate. We must have found like the copy of the green beans and apple cake quotations like stars like these are great ads they're just some of the best ads i think we've done it's just a template that we use for everything but the point is is with some of these agencies what you might do is you might actually swap out your creative but then you use the same messaging on the top and people are like well you know i'm doing different messaging on my creative well if you're using the same ad copy at the top of the ad and we're talking specifically about meta it doesn't matter what your creative is Diversifying your creative, which is your video in this case, might give you some lift, but match the copy with what the messaging is in the creative. I even see that as a problem. So it's more work. Not everybody is going to respond to the same damn message. You know, it was a product that was in the dermatology niche. It's like, I took years off my blank, 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 thanks to this product, in quotes. And that was their line that they used on every ad, literally every ad. And like, we can't scale. Well, duh, using the same messaging. Yeah, you can't put that message on TikTok. Those people don't have years to take off. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It's true. They're too damn young. So anyway, teach pitch video ad formula here works. It just absolutely works. Even the most basic stuff. I, I think your dice example with how to place the pixel, that's just perfect. Think about, the most basic thing. We have a guest on the show. We always say, all right, well, we need a nugget from you. Think about something that's the most basic thing mm-hmm. that you do without even thinking about it that people probably don't know about. And those are some of the best nuggets. And for you listening, that is probably an idea. Whatever that thing is about your product that you know and you take for granted that everybody knows is the thing that you should probably put in a teach and pitch video. What's your olive oil? What's your olive oil, baby? All right, so we'll show a couple of these here. I'll actually speed things up just a bit. This is one of our favorites. This is one of the longest running ads that we have. Is that a fist on her chin? uh, (laughs) Well, this is supposed to play. It's not autoplay. I was like, why is she getting punched in the face? Yeah. What is that fit, actually? I don't really even know. So anyway, this is called the Trojan Horse Tutorial Video. That's the video it's supposed to play. It's not playing for me. So, But this is the same kind of thing. This is level one. This is people who don't know who you are. And this is another brilliant, I, I forget, I think it was Danielle on my team that came up with this idea. Just super smart. And all it is, is we're trying to sell a basket of, in this particular case, cosmetics. Okay. But we're selling the basket of cosmetics by selling the look So the look in this particular case is not a feature, it's a benefit. So looking for an easy way to highlight your natural beauty. That's the hook. That's the line. The no makeup makeup tutorial is what this is all about. So all we simply do, and this is another great, this is probably my favorite formula and my team is listening. We need to do more of these, by the way, Tier 11 team, because these are awesome. Did your whole team really listen to this podcast? They better. By mandate or they better they just love us that trouble. Much. Yeah. If there's one I really want them to you circulate. Yeah. I demand we it. We should we should test this. We should just like corner them with like a pop quiz. <laughs> we should. I mean they're they're busy doing other things. I get that, but No. What could be more important than listening to us talk, Rob? Yeah, 80, 90% of our team probably came in through this podcast. So that's that's a good start. So anyway, if you're not listening to your 11 employees, you should listen to this one. God damn it. <laughs> so this one's simple. 
once again, motion to start. There's a little bit of branding on this one too, I think in the first three to six seconds, which is important. And then there's the title. There's no audio track. It's just all showing, really. So then there's the title of what it is, the natural look, the, the no makeup, makeup look, and then explain. All right, I do it with four products. Oh, by the way, I'm also using a collection ad below them for each individual product, which they can click and it automatically opens up to the site that they can buy as they're watching the video. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you a question about that because I'm, I'm not as familiar with the Facebook shopping ecosystem specifically. When they click on this product, it opens their site or it opens Facebook shopping app thing? In this case, it's their site. They do not use the Facebook shopping in app. Okay. This would be ideal for that. Right. That's sort of next level. If you could do this using that, this is an even more killer strategy. Now we have customers that do do that. But if you don't have that capability, if you haven't migrated over, and I believe we've got Lauren coming on the show very soon to give us an update on all of that, which will be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm afraid of you her. St- yeah, I know. Me too. That's why, we, that's why we love to have her on. She makes us look stupid. She, which I'm, she, I'm okay she's so with. intimidating. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with looking dumb. For you, the PT listener. Right. I'll we'll take dumb. it on the chin. I'll take it, I'll take it on the chin. It's tough. It's tough. I don't have much of a chin. I've got the Irish chin. So anyway, so here she explains like, here's this look, but you just do it with these four products. And oh, by the way, I'm highlighting those products in a collection ad below the video, which if you clicked on those, the video would still show on mobile on the top and you could actually purchase as you're watching the video. Mm. And dude, I see in the video, the second to last slide, there's that squiggly little line with an arrow that points at the product feed. Really elegantly done. That's awesome. That's the thing that eludes me because I'm just so not a creative that's why I like Google ads because it's just like, here's text saying what we sell, you know, like to come up with that, right, right. like those people, God bless them. They're just, they're magicians. Well, this is this stuff. I love that. This is just amazing to me. Like, like how Don you Draper. can, I feel like I'm less a technician and more of a Don Draper type. Yeah, for sure. With the three martini lunch too, which is always nice. Yeah. You're Don Draper and I'm like Dexter from Dexter's lab. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. You don't know who Dexter uh, is, do you, Ralph? uh, No. Yeah. He's a little cartoon scientist. Nobody likes him. He's kind of a dork. No. I know Phineas and Ferb. Aren't they like mad scientists too? Maybe. I don't know who they are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. You've got like age kids. Like you got to check out Phineas and Ferb, by the way. Just, oh my God. It's so good. Phineas and Uh, Ferb. And you guys are uh, how old right now? Six and eight. Six and eight. Yeah. Yeah, they're just about that age. Okay. Yeah. I'm writing yeah. it down now. My 21-year-old still watches it. Dude, I still watch Dexter's Lab. That's <laughs> that's crazy. All right. Well, we digress there. So anyway, so she explains what this thing is. This is how you get this thing. So I'm, now I'm going to show you. So it's a tutorial video. Step one, I use this product. And then she applies it. And you can sort of see, like, show how with benefits. Okay. Basically, there's four products she highlights in this video, takes you through, shows you each one. Now, she starts initially with like no makeup, which is the other thing, which I think is cool transparency wise. And then she ends up like, you can see sort of the after in our first slide here, but the before, she also shows a before, not in quick succession because Facebook doesn't like that, but it also shows, all right, this is what I look like when I wake up in the morning. She's obviously a very pretty woman, but the point is, is that this look is like, it's highlighting that it's natural look. Like you're not, the benefit to the user is, I don't want to look like I'm all dolled up. I just want to look like good 
but people won't say like, oh, she wears too much makeup. Like that's what they're trying, like they've found their avatar. That is a pain point. And that is how this brand attracts customers through those types of women, right? So very specific type of avatar. They have other videos. We have 10 of these videos, but this is one of the ones that's just gotten great traction through the years. So she goes through step, step by step, show how some benefits, there's some text overlay here. Yeah, there's some post-production. You know, we've got the product, obviously. You know, we've got an arrow down below that says, see it in the store, kind of call to action a bit. And then once she goes through all four products, which you can click the collection ad to go and purchase while the video still plays, at the end, there's the call to action. And the call to action is, you know, free delivery worldwide today, see in store, arrow down towards the collection ad. Like, this is a great, it's a great ad. It's also good ad copy. It's got a good question to start off in the beauty niche, which does not call out like body parts or personal attributes. It's very well engineered. The media buying creative team on this counter just really freaking good. But point is, is the after state is what you show. I should have probably in here soon, like before state, but the point is the after state. And this is, ta-da, this is what I look like. So you are showing through a tutorial, like how you can get this benefit. But all the while, I'm Trojan horsing these four products. And that's how they sell them. And they also sell them in a bundle. So you can get them individually, but if you want the look, you buy all four. And this is a great way to take somebody from level one. I don't know who they are. Lots and lots of this actually doesn't show. It does show some social proof here. 1.9 likes, 417 comments, 131 shares. I forget when this screenshot was taken, but I think this ad is still running to this day. If I was really well prepared for today's show, I would have pulled it out. But the point is, is this type of approach is a great way to take somebody from level one all the way to level five and doing it. But let's say they don't purchase, okay, on level one. We've got another one here. This is another one that we use quite a bit called Pure Education Videos. Our internal team calls it a lot of different things, but it's basically, it's motion for the product. Then again, benefits, feel a rush of power, add the packet to your drinking water, some motion, I believe in the first three to six seconds, it actually shows the brand. Then there's benefits, feel the rush of mental power. And then credibility, all right, as seen on New York Times, CNN, Forbes, Huntington Post, Time, like legitimate, you know, credibility. And then a little bit more education, dozens of studies have shown that this particular enzyme improves XYZ and then improves benefit, 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 energy, mental acuity, whatever it happens to be. So talking about not the product itself, but the actual ingredient that's in the product and highlighting it. So you're educating on this BDNF. I don't even know what it is, but I actually take this stuff and it, it actually does do all these things, especially in the afternoon. It's great. The point is, is that it does have all these benefits. And so what you're doing is you're highlighting the attribute of the product and attaching a benefit to it by educating and also giving credibility. And then the final slide in the video, and this is maybe a minute video. This happens super fast. Okay is a testimonial call to action, which was one of our favorite calls to action. And the fact that you've got sort of this overlay of text with a CTA at the end. 
So these are just three examples of level one traffic. We've got all these different ones that we do, but I think just the first three are helpful and useful for you if you're a media buyer and you've got a team. Like, what do I do at top of funnel in order to try and convert people all the way down to level five or at the end? All right, so that is level one traffic. Go over to perpetualtraffic.com forward slash YouTube. Check out the videos that I just highlighted here. There are a number of other ones, which just due to the length of the show, we really can't get into. But you get what I'm saying. Take somebody on this journey in order to go for the sale, get the conversion, but also you're educating at the same time. Now, in part two of this episode, we're going to get into now that you've got their attention through a teach and pitch video, through a Trojan horse tutorial, through a pure education video. Not everybody's going to buy. Let's say in a maybe a pessimistic projection is maybe one in 100 people that see that video are going to just click and buy. Like if you're really good, three in 100, but it's probably going to be one or less. What do you do with the 99 others? Well, in part two, we will get into level two, level three, level four, level five templates and how you change your messaging based upon where they are in the customer acquisition path. And we're going to get to that in uh, part two of this week's episode. So stay tuned for that. We'll also even, maybe we'll get the Tier 11 team to do a little roundup for a, a lead magnet download for people to get so they can actually see how to use this stuff. But this is not rocket science by any stretch, Kasim. A lot of it is just common sense, but I love the fact that it is about free throws. It's not about nailing the three. Use the basics, do the basics. And the basics are what's missing because I think with AI right now and all this hubbub about algorithms, everyone's getting way too complex. Mm -hmm. And if you come back to the basics and just approach it the way that we approach it here, I think you'll start to see some big benefits. So make sure that you do subscribe and leave a rating wherever you're listening. Let us know what we can do better at perpetualtraffic.com forward slash better. Follow me over on LinkedIn or Tier 11 of Peer Pressure Traffic Socials are very, very active right now, Kasim, of course, at Kasim Aslam on Twitter and Kasim for all your socials. You're a philosopher in the making, really, right now, but I'm noticing all your socials. <laughs> Go back and listen to previous episodes and we'll leave links in the show notes, uh, obviously, for that, perpetualtraffic.com. Make sure that you check out the YouTube channel at perpetualtraffic.com forward slash YouTube. On behalf of my awesome co-host, Qasem Aslam, peace. Until next show, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic, 